0: Welcome everybody to John Park's workshop. Here we are. Hey, look, there's that thing. Let me get that out of there. Go away, thing. All right. Hey, can you believe it? It is Independence Day. Happy 4th of July to anyone who celebrates it. Uh, And uh, I'm excited for our show today. And in fact, in order to help celebrate American independence, we're going to talk about creating a gift player for a famous Canadian. How about that? What could be more American? Uh, hey, Yannick uh, in the chat over in Discord says his Ada box is at his parents' place and he'll get it in two weeks. Sorry to hear it, Yannick. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope some of you got Ada boxes in the mail. I hope some of you tuned in for the unboxing yesterday with our Pi Gamer. We're going to actually use the Pi Gamer today for our uh, project of the week. Um, but before we get into that, let's uh, let's talk about some things. First of all we've got a uh, job board for you to check out. Head to jobs.adafruit.com and uh, we have some cool jobs and a free job board where you can post your resume or look for jobs. Here's one I picked out that's uh, new since the last time I checked. And this is a uh, freelance part-time Arduino IDE Python Nanomax. And this is a position in Austria. Villach, Austria. I don't know how you actually pronounce that. Expanding an existing project on Arduino IDE with Raspberry Pi and Asus uh, Thinkerboard. Is it Thinkerboard? Uh, Pretty cool. Check that out. If you're looking for work, if you're looking for freelance work, you can sign up for free at jobs.adafruit.com, and check out that position. Uh, and uh, the next thing I want to mention is our coupon code, and our coupon code for today is I Know Kung Fu. I-Kung-Fu no will get you 10% off in the Adafruit store. Head on over there, and you will find some super cool stuff, new things all the time. Uh, and in fact, to help you decide what you might want to go and get, I've got a product of the week. And uh, this is the Cricket Hat for Pi. Have you seen this? It's just like our Cricket boards that we have uh, initially for Circuit Playground Express and then for Feather. We have one for Microbit and this is the one for Pi. Uh, and I wanted to actually show you a little mini build I did using this. Let me head over to the workbench and... Uh, show you what i've got going on over here on this raspberry pi 3a plus first of all um, check out how cool i don't think i realized this before the cricut hat is the same dimensions as the a plus size board or the raspberry pi a size board so i've got one of these super cool cases that mike dole created these are beautiful little cases and they're not that expensive um, it's got cutouts and slots for everything, and on the A+, I've put the Cricut, and once you've got your uh, Cricut installed on the Raspberry Pi, and we have some instructions up on the, on the learn guide for how to do that, uh, you then are using what we call uh, Adafruit Blinka or Circuit Playground, uh, Circuit Python Blinka, I forget which it's called. Uh, but these are libraries that allow you to use the Circuit Python libraries inside of Python 3 on the Raspberry Pi. So you can see here, I've just got—I'm uh, going to zoom out a bit, a little bit. You—you can see I've got uh, a keyboard, mouse, and monitor hooked up to this. Although you can also control it through headlessly through SSH from another machine. Um, but on this one right now, what I've got is a NeoPixel strip attached to the NeoPixel out on the Cricut. So, we're not using the GPIO. We're using the Cricut, uh, sorry, yeah, we're using the Cricut uh, Blinka library to control stuff. And then I've got a servo connected here, also to one of the four servo outs on the Cricut uh, hat. And so, over here, I'm going to, I've just got a shell open, and inside this shell, I'm running some Python scripts. So, if I run uh, Python 3, and then I've created a script called NeoPixels underscore servo. You can see this is going to run my servo and my NeoPixels with some really simple commands. You can go into the learn guide and check those out. So this will run the servo 90 degrees, then change the color, 90 degrees, change the color, 90 degrees, change the color, and then it goes through the chase uh, pattern a few times. And so then I can come back to the shell here and I'll just exit out of that. And uh, yeah, go check it out. I won't do a full tutorial on it now, but I was really uh, excited to finally play with, I haven't really played with these Raspberry Pi A form factor. And for some reason, I really like it. It's got only a single uh, USB out on it, but I'm using a keyboard. This is actually the the Raspberry Pi uh, official keyboard. It has a three port hub on it. So you plug it into there and then you can plug a mouse and a couple other things in. Um, So it's a simpler more reduced board, but I also really like the form factor. And I love the fact that this Cricut hat uh, dimensions are exact fit for that. So that is my pick of the week is the extra super duper cool Cricut hat for Raspberry Pi. Uh, So go check that out if you're looking for an interesting uh, way to use some of your Python skills uh, on a Raspberry Pi and yet get into motor drivers, LED drivers. Um, We have, you can run electromagnets off of it, steppers, servos, um, NeoPixels, all taken care of by the board with the Seesaw chip on it. So it has a microcontroller that does a lot of that. Um, All right, so that is my uh, product of the week. And now we'll get into a little other interesting thing about Yeah, that's right it is the make code minute Uh, so let me pull up chrome here and jump back a few tabs so what i wanted to show today on make code minute let me move some screens around here a little bit so you can see better is how you can use okay starting all over again in today's make code minute i want to show you how you can use the adafruit Circuit Playground characters extension inside of Make Code Arcade. So you'll see here I have this character, this little Ada bot. How did I get it there? I didn't actually draw that from scratch. What I did is I headed to extensions, and in the extensions you'll see Circuit Playground, ch, circuit playground characters. So when I click that, it adds that extension to Make Code Arcade. And now, whenever you create a sprite, I'll go ahead and create a new one. When I go into the Sprite Editor in the Gallery section, you can see our usual stuff. And all the way at the bottom, we've got a few of these characters. So how about let's bring in a Blinka. And you can add that character. And now how about we'll change the uh, movement button and the A button to adjust our Blinka character. And now, oh, did I do something wrong? (laughs) She's not moving. Why isn't she moving? Move Sprite 2 with buttons. I should probably put that after. There we go. Try that again. So now I can move my character with buttons and I can press A to create some hearts and I didn't have to draw the character from scratch. I can just go into this gallery and pick from some of our favorite characters. And that is how you use the Circuit Playground characters from Adafruit inside of MakeCode Arcade. actually one of the cool things about MakeCode Arcade is it's actually fairly straightforward to add extensions that have been created. So as we get through uh, the fundamentals and you're more and more comfortable using MakeCode Arcade, you can then go and take a look at some of the available extensions there are and those are kind of coming out all the time. So keep an eye out. There's those official ones there. i also show you ways that you can pull in extensions that are uh, third-party off of GitHub and put an address into Make code arcade to pick up those other extensions. Uh, so speaking of make code arcade, I also wanted to talk about my makecode arcade game of the week pick. And my make code arcade game of the week pick is Jewel Raider. So this is another one that you'll find on the Community Games uh, carousel on the MakeCode Arcade page. And if you click through to that, you'll go to the Microsoft's MakeCode forum post where Low 80 who also goes by Low, L-O-W-E is their last name, Low Quality Games, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and there's a little post about the game and then you can click on this link and it'll launch the game inside of the browser. I clicked on edit so that I can go in and look at the guts of it. So first of all, let's take a look at the game Jewel Raider is a little platformer uh, and it's a multi-level platformer and here it says journey through 10 action-packed levels collecting all jewels in each press A to start I've only made it through two levels so far um, so you'll use the move keys and A to jump and your goal is to pick up these jewels while uh, avoiding the boulders or right, let's see if I can make it through the level though because the feature that I thought was really cool that I want to show you is only available once we Whoa, oh geez, oh, let's see. <laughs> it's relentless, these boulders. All right, we can do this. Whoa, whoa, oh no, 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 oh darn. All right, so I'm gonna show you the feature anyway. Um, so what happens if you actually manage to complete the level is you'll go through a door um, and let's see, you know what? It'll make more sense if I actually do it. So let me, let me try harder, here we go. Playing again, come on, we can do this. All right, so I'm at least gonna try to make it up to the top. Because what you'll see up at the top is a little door. Oh, that boulder wants me. I'm not good. I was better, I promise I was better before when I was testing this out pressure. There we go. Oh, no, no, not again. (laughs) How's your 4th of July going? Ah. Okay, look at the door. See that door up there? Okay, good. At least I made it as close as that. Right now, since I hadn't um, gotten all the gems, going over that door wouldn't do anything. Oh, let me pull me up. I'm glad you didn't have to look at my face while I was failing at that. Um, <clears throat> and when you do complete the level, when uh, so that door will open when you collect all 10 jewels, and then you'll be able to, here, let me stop this over here, you'll be able to go through that door. And I thought this was a really cool game mechanism and I wanted to see how that works. So if you look inside of the Make code Arcade um, blocks editor code, you'll see that first of all, here are the multiple game levels. So this is what the first level looks like. Uh, Is that? No, I think that's the second level. So you'll see here on the second level, this pink square. That's where you can uh, find the door. So that tile map tells the closed door sprite to appear there. And then if we look at this code block that's happening, this loop that's running forever, uh, first it says, is the level complete or not? Which is a condition that gets, uh, that variable gets flipped by uh, collecting all 10 jewels. The uh, open variable is in this case 1, then that tile which is the pink tile will show a sprite of an open door and it turns the wall on. Normally it shows the sprite of the closed door and the wall um, parameter is set to off and the reason this is important is if we scroll down a little bit further zoom in here, you'll see there's a Collision block here on sprite of kind player hits wall. That's the pink index. Then the level complete value gets set to one, and that's what moves us to the next level, which is really cool. Um, And then there's a function that says what to actually do when we when we complete the level and go to the next level. Um, But it's a really clever mechanism, I thought, because you can essentially walk over that block all day and nothing happens until the level complete. Uh, You've collected all the jewels. We flip that variable, and now the collision between the player and that pink block actually does something. Um, and so it's actually fun to play. It's very hard. I'm gonna practice up. I bet I'll, uh, I'll put it on a pie gamer so I can, I can practice on the, uh, on the go. Uh, but that is my game pick of the week, which is Jewel Raider. Very nice job. All right, well, that brings us to the project of the week. So for the project of the week, I'm going to show you how to create a GIF uh, animation player on your Pi Gamer, and particularly what it takes to convert GIF files that you get online or make uh, from scratch yourself to the proper um, dimensions and optimization, if necessary, of size for playback on arcade devices. So. Um, Let's take a look. We have a really nice learn guide here, and let's see, do I have that one? No, no. Hold on. (coughs) That's the one I want. Let me pull up this other Chrome window. There it is. Okay. So this... um, guide here is called Arcada Animated GIF Display. It actually shows a Pi Gamer here, I think is what's on display. Uh, <clears throat> so Lady Ada created this. Uh, I think Phil B may have been involved as well with some of the optimizations, but I, I'm, I can't be certain about that. Uh, and so this guide actually covers creating animated GIFs, I believe for those three. So Pi Badge, Pi Gamer, and um, Pi Portal, but I think it may also work on the Halloween. I'm not sure, which would be kind of cool. Uh, So, this is a uh, Arcata library inside of Arduino and you can actually get an image if you don't want to compile in Arduino and uh, um, upload to the board through the Arduino IDE, you can actually drag a UF2 file on. So there's some nice instructions here if we look at uh, this quick start section you can see here are the UF2s that have been pre-compiled for you for a PI Badge running QSPI as the storage, that's the the onboard storage, Uh, or as a SD card or QSPI for the PI Gamer and for the PI Portal. Um, So you can grab one of these, put it onto your board after you've, uh, it's a good idea to update the bootloader, but then the process is essentially plugging in your PI Badge into the computer over USB, it shows up as a drive, and then you drag that that file onto there. Uh, in fact, let me show that. So I'm gonna bring up, uh, this is gonna be a window screen capture, so we might get some um, black hole effects here. Let's see. Let me bring up my finder. Okay, so, um, yeah, sorry about the black hole, but so what I'm going to do is, uh, let's click on the reset button on the PyGamer. And now this will show up as this PyGamer boot drive. Uh, and, and this is essentially always going to be running some UF2 file uh, of some kind. So that would be maybe a UF2 file that is the um, Circuit Python, if that's what you're using. It may be a Make Code Arcade UF2. Uh, or in this case, it's this pre-compiled Arduino. So the nice thing is if you create a Arduino-based file for the Gamer for the Pi Badge and put it onto your device, you can then drag this UF2 file off and, and share it with people, which makes it easier to share things um, that you've compiled that might have dependencies on libraries and versions of software and operating systems and things like that. So if you know the target device, you can just share these UF2 files, which is pretty cool. Uh, so now what I'll do is I'm going to Uh, click Reset, so that just relaunched my device. So let me show you what the device is up to. Okay, so right now um, it's going to restart and it's just playing through two GIFs right here. So it's actually the same GIF formatted two different ways and I can use this joystick to advance between the two. Um, So let me press the, uh, actually I'm going to turn it off and I'm going to go ahead and eject my SD card. So I'm just going to click that little spring-loaded thingy, take out the SD card. Um, And I will feed that into an SD card adapter and put that into my computer. And let me go back to uh, sharing that black hole view. And go to the Finder. Okay, so you'll see here when I plug this in, I'm going to get a uh, SD card to show up as a drive. This one's called GIF Play. And a couple things to note. You can ignore that. That was just me putting something away I didn't want to use. It's actually from my Pimaroni Kibo. So here I've got a folder called GIFs, and then I've got a file called arcadaconfig.json. So the arcadaconfig.json file um, Let's see, I'm going to open that into Atom, and I'll share that on the screen here as well. And sometimes my cursor might not track properly when I'm sharing the screen this way, I think. Whoops. So let me expand that. So this is all that's in that JSON file right now. It sets the volume, which actually isn't doesn't pertain in this case because it's a GIF, but it's part of this JSON that's being expected. can set the brightness value of the screen and then how many seconds per GIF to play. So it's set to five seconds right now. If this isn't there, it'll default to 10 seconds, but it'll show you a little splash screen that you might not want to see. Um, so that's all that's in there. So now what about these GIFs? What's going on here? So um, I'm going to show you how you can convert, first of all, how you can find and then how you can convert your GIFs. So let's pop open the Firefox again. Is it in there? No, I think I've got it in this. I think it's in this Chrome, okay. So let me put me over here. Nothing back there, okay. So in this Chrome, uh, first of all, you can head to anywhere you like to find GIFs. So uh, I've gone to Giphy, G-I-P-H-Y dot com, and searched Keanu Reeves because those are the only legitimate GIFs that you're allowed to play on the Pi Gamer. And then what you do is if you find a GIF you want to add, so let's, uh, let's pick one we haven't seen before. So how about, uh, here's a good example one. Here's Keanu offering some flowers. These are for you to give me when you apologize. So what I'm gonna do is click on the share link over on the right, uh, or rather copy link. And then it gives you some links to this. I'm gonna grab the one that's a straight gif link. And I'm just highlighting and copying that. I can zoom this up a little bit too. Okay, so this one says gif link, I've copied that. And now I'm gonna go to easygif.com. uh, typically, I'll, I'll um, adjust GIFs in Photoshop or other software that's a little on the fancier side, or if it's pixel art stuff, maybe over in um, uh, sprite. but this is the one that Lamore recommended and put in the guide, and so I thought I'd check it out, and it's fantastic. So here's how it works. Inside of this, uh, when you get to Easy GIF, it'll be on this homepage. Uh, and what you'll do is head over to Resize, And then you can upload a GIF or you can paste one in. So I'm going to paste in that URL and then hit Upload. And so now it's just moved a copy of that GIF from Giphy over to Easy GIFs Server. And now we're in this resize and you've got some options here. So you'll notice this aspect ratio is a bit tall and our screen is actually uh, a wider screen. It's 160 by 128 pixels on the on the PyGamer. So. What I'll do is I can just type in the 160 as my width and 128 as my height. Uh, And then I'm going to tell the resize method to use ImageMagick software and coalesce, and this works uh, better than the default. And then if the aspect ratio does not match, so the image that's coming in here has a different ratio than what I'm trying to output. So what I'm going to choose is either center and crop to fit, and that's going to give us some black space on the sides, or force the original aspect ratio. Oh, sorry, center and crop to fit is going to uh, fill the screen with it or we can say force original aspect ratio and that's going to give us uh, letterboxing. So let's, let's uh, or pillow box, pillar box. So I'm going to choose that force original aspect ratio uh, and we'll try on both. So I'll hit resize the image and in the background, it's doing its work. And then down, if you scroll down, you'll see you can now either run other operations or hit save. So I'll hit save. And that's going to put it in my downloads directory. I'll go and get those in a second. But first, let's try the other option I like. Don't ever stretch it. But uh, if we go to center and crop to fit and hit resize image. little Cat here does this thing and then we'll hit save. And that is now uh, a crop, but not necessarily the crop I want. Let's take a look at those and I'll th- show you a third option. So. If we share my desktop again and go to the Finder, I'm gonna drag those two images into this folder here. And you can see, if I just preview them, Here's one where it centered it and cropped it on its own. So it's a little chopped off at the bottom and at the top. And here's the one that's gonna give us the full ratio, but it'll it'll have the pillar boxing on the side. So let's call this flowers one and flowers two. And then I'm gonna copy those over to the gifts folder all right, so, the gift folder of my SD card. Put those over here. And I'll just get rid of these so we're not watching them. Okay, um, so now I'll eject that drive, that SD card. And then I'm going to place those into my Pi Gamer and turn it back on. So, we'll plug that SD card in like so. Sorry, bump in the camera and then let's turn that on. Okay, so here's the one that is, it's restarting still, hold on. There we go. I don't know why it's flipping that quickly between them, it should be holding for five seconds. There we go, I think it was hiccuping. Okay, so there you can see, this is the original aspect ratio and it's just got black on the sides and that's the one that zoomed in, but it chose a zoom that I don't necessarily love. Um, So let's fix that. So I'm going to turn the player off and we'll make a third option, which is where we get to choose the cropping. So I'm going to place this back into the little adapter here. it into the impossible to find slot that's very similar to a vent hole on the back of my computer. There we go, got it. Uh, and let's share. Is that the guy? No, not him, not him. Where is it? That's the one. <laughs> I have a lot of screens to share. Uh, so let's go here and then I'm gonna head out to make sure you're seeing this yes I'm gonna head out to this crop okay and so in the crop you can see it's given us uh, I think it's either just chosen some square ratio yeah I guess it thinks you might want to do a thumbnail or something so what I'm gonna do instead is set my width and height to 160 wide by 128 high and then when I click set That'll give me the ratio that I want. So we can drag this around. I think you can resize it and it'll keep... Oh, I thought it would keep the ratio. Uh, Oh, you know what I did? Okay, so so it's a slight hack. It'll be slightly wrong. What I'm going to do is go to a 4 by 3 ratio, which is nearly what we have. And now it'll lock to that ratio. Wherever I move a corner, we're getting a 4 by 3. So let's get the biggest 4 by 3 we want, Uh, and then I'm going to do a two-step process. First, I'm going to crop it. So I'm picking Image, Magic, and Coalesce again. I'll click Crop Image, and then down below, once it's finished cropping the image, I can move on to the next operation, which is going to be a resize. So right now, I have pretty much the ratio I want, uh, but it's 243 by 182 pixels. So what I'll do is then click over here to resize, and it's now moved my cropped image. You can see I've got this better cropping now. Now I can resize it to 160 by 128 and I'll say center and crop to fit. So it's just gonna suck in a couple pixels at the top and the bottom. Uh, Pick the correct resize engine there and I'll hit resize. Give the cat a little happy dance there. And boom, now we have a nice zoom in that's not just centered in the Original image, but is up higher to the top. Now I'll click Save, and then I'm going to head back over to uh, my Finder and eject that card. Hide this, and this, and go to the Finder. Put me back there, yeah, and I'll eject. I shouldn't have ejected that, because I didn't put it on the card yet. I'll put that back in. All right, so I'll drag that file. I'm using like an intermediary folder. Um, So we'll call this flowers three. Now drag that over to, hello, this GIFs folder. Okay, so flowers one, two, and three. and you can see there, that's a pretty good indication of the different croppings that we're getting. So I'll go ahead and eject that SD card, and then let's put that back in, and restart. By the way, I was not paying attention to size, and there's a chance that, uh, didn't like something. Um, There's a chance these are big. I didn't actually (laughs) look at the size, so I didn't do any optimization. We can take a look at that in a second. That might be why it's hiccuping on here while it gets them loaded into memory first. Um, QSPI is going to be faster, but it's just a lot smaller. About 8 megs to work with. And it may, yeah, it may just be that it wants to load these up once because I didn't optimize them, and maybe they're big. Okay. There we go, now it's loaded them. Yeah, it's interesting, I haven't run into this problem before because I've had small images or I've optimized them. So there's our one that's just kind of cropped. There's our one that's not cropped, and here's our one that's nice and intentionally cropped the way we wanted it, so it's much nicer. Um, So yeah, let's take a look at optimization because I'm curious how big these are coming in. Um, So I'll go back to this here. Uh, i'm just gonna look on my finder real quick so those are weighing in at 900k that's not terribly huge uh, although yeah so my previous ones <laughs> it's actually 10 times bigger than some of the other ones i've been using all right let's let's take a look at optimization then uh, so here uh, let's let's do it on this one so we've cropped this one to the ratio we want, then we've resized it. And then if we click on, uh, here you can see it's 826K. So this can be optimized. Let's go to optimize. And now we have choices here. Um, we can reduce the colors. We can reduce the colors and dither, which may make it look um, a little nicer with the colors reduced. You can see this does this image does have a lot of colors in it. Uh, So let's try color reduction and dithering and we'll go to 256 colors. It may have started life with that Uh, and I don't think this tells me a preview of of what that'll do, but we can try it. Uh, That does not make it smaller, okay. So let's go down to 128 colors and now you can see we're chipping away, we're at 625k. The image probably doesn't look quite as nice, but uh, it might not be noticeable uh, at the small size on the screen. Um, but let's try something else. Let's say we're going to uh, remove every other frame, okay? So half the size. And you can see that gets the point across pretty well. We can do every third frame, should be a third the size, every fourth frame still looks good it's 600 and some uh, 624k and then I believe we can hit save and then do a different um, optimization we just may need to reload that and let's see I haven't tried the lossy gif compression but let's see light compression is 35 let's see what that does so if we're starting at 800 yeah it's not that's not that much See how it looks with a lot of compression. Yeah, it's looking kind of crummy. Uh, so let's let's try it with these, removing every fourth frame. Optimize, and I don't know if I can optimize that a second time from there. We can. Okay. So hitting optimize down that lower section has brought the optimized GIF up here. Now we can do a second optimization. That's going to be a color reduction. Let's go to 64 colors and see how that looks. Not bad. And now we're at 300K. All right, let's save it. And we'll see how well that one loads. So let's go back to mirror vision here into the finder. So we'll bring that one up into here. Uh, We'll call this flowers four. And I'm just going to load only this one on and we'll just see if it loads fast. Uh, So this one, if we get info on it, yeah, it's uh, 388K. So I'm gonna turn off my Pi Gamer and get the SD card out. Put that in the slot back here. And we'll go ahead and clear those out. You may be able to just put those in another folder, by the way. It's uh, only going to read GIFs that are in the GIFs folder. Okay. And we'll eject that. Let's switch over to look at down shooter. Pull the card. Pop it in. And I'm going to guess this will load pretty fast. And then I'll show you one last thing, which is the other card where I already had a bunch of GIFs on that were all... Yeah, and there you go. That's... uh, No, I'm a liar. I don't know why it's not loading well off of this one. Let me hit reset real quick. It could be interesting to try this on the QSPI RAM, actually, and see how fast that is. Uh, But we're running low on time, so what I'll do is, I'll show you the uh, other card where I've stored a bunch of these, which I had optimized better, so these are all much smaller. And I think they'll play better, unless something else is going on. Yeah, so you can see these are loading up right away, uh, first time through, and as playing them, I think I've got it set for 10 second play maybe on this one. No, five second. okay. And you can fit lots and lots and lots. This is a, I think I have a 16 gigabyte card in here. Uh, and these are all, I think, one or two hundred K at most. So you do the math, but you could get hundreds and hundreds, I think, of uh, or thousands of gifts onto your player if you want to do that. Um, and so that is the basics of how you can uh, create your own Keanu Reeves GIF player. I suppose there are some people who might want to put gifts or something else. I'm not sure why, but I guess there are other GIFs. Who knows? uh and uh let's uh just head on over to oh no the browser window was covering my finder activity sorry about that um it was mostly me copying files around uh but on over to discord hi sue grover hey handy callaway what is going on any questions about that uh let me know um and you can, of course, get GIFs other places. You can create your own GIFs. There's a lot of applications that'll take images and turn them into GIFs. There's GIF uh, creation apps that you can get for the phone, turn video into, into GIFs. So really, it's open to whatever you want. And the, uh, the playback is uh, great. It's a really fun way to use the device. Really impressive that it's loading them and, and playing them through so smoothly. So um, I found this to be a really fun project and uh, an alternate way to use your Pi Gamer that isn't exactly games. Um, so, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. And uh, I will just share with you once again, our coupon code for the day is I know Kung fu, I dash no dash Kung dash uh, foo. A quick question. Seagrover asks, can sound be incorporated into the gif player? That's a great question. I haven't seen it used that way, so uh, if, Lady Ada, or Phil B, or anyone who worked on the uh, Arcada GIF library knows uh, this is the first time I've used it, actually, and so I'm new to it. And uh, if anyone, or if anyone out there in the chat knows uh, if you can play GIFs uh, while running the or play audio while running the GIF player, we'd love to know. And uh, let's see if Andy Calloway, have you got any idea? He's typing. We've got three dots. You don't see that on the chat right now. Um, oh, he stopped. Uh, what, what about all these GIFs on Giphy? Um, I'm not sure I understand the question, Andy, but uh, there are loads and loads of them there. And yeah, you, you can get them if, if they're uh, sized right, great. Uh, I th- actually don't know what the, what the default behavior is of the player if you throw um, the wrong size ones on there. Um, so I would go ahead and follow, check that guide. You can try it. It would be worth an experiment. But uh, the, the best practice is to size them exactly for the screen. And uh, then it's going to play very smoothly. I don't know if it tries to resize, but that's going to be uh, taxing on processors. So. Uh, all right. Well, I'll be hanging out in the uh, Discord chat a little longer. So thank you very much for stopping by. And uh, I will see you next week. Have a very happy 4th of July.